So, uh, <laughs> roll out your mat if you have not already. <laughs> Find a place to sit. So I'm experimenting myself with a new seated position um, where I'm sitting up on two blankets, so a little higher height in the hips than usual. So I'm taking what I think is called a uh, siddhasana, something like that. Um, <laughs> instead of crossing uh, my legs at the ankles with my hips at, the at a higher height, I'm able to bring one heel directly in front of my uh, pelvis and then uh, bring the second heel right in front. So um, my knees are pointing out to the side and I'm, uh, my pelvis is closer up towards my heels. So if you want to try that variation this morning, uh, feel free to experiment with that. If not, take, your, uh, take a different cross-legged seated pose or rock pose with the uh, knees together and feet tucked back. Find a place where you feel supported. And then once you find that pose, close your eyes and rest your hands on your legs. Notice the breath. And in noticing your breath, consider whether your breath has already begun to slow and deepen, just with the act of coming to the mat, arriving in this space. As you arrive, begin to become aware of all those spaces where your body is meeting the surfaces beneath you. Consider the exchange between your body and the floor or props beneath you. So the weight of your body is pushing down through those spaces at, at, in varying degrees. And take a moment to notice if there are points where your body feels heavier. So is your weight shifted to one side? Is the weight shifted onto the legs or all rested in the pelvis? You might make some gentle uh, adjustments there. Maybe a little swaying side to side before you feel more evenness between your left and right sits bones. You might rock back and forth a little bit so that you feel that the weight is um, distributed in a uh, preferable way between your legs and hips. So again, this idea of energetic exchange between the weight of your body moving downward and the resistance of the floor keeping you up. So you pushing into the floor, the floor pushing up into you. Feel the energy from the earth rise up along your spine. So draw up from the earth, grow tall. Shrug your shoulders up towards your ears lengthening the sides of the body. And then keep the armpits lifted, sides of the body long, 
and loop your shoulder blades together behind your heart. So this is an area of focus today. This strengthening of the upper back muscles, contraction of the upper back, in order to open and lift the heart space. Release the weight of the arms down, forearms and elbows melt towards the floor as the shoulder blades slide down the back side of the chest. Consider the breath once again. With these actions to open and lift the heart space, do you feel that it is uh, easier to breathe into the heart space? Have you created a greater expansion in the chest, allowing more space for more breath? And then often in this emphasis on opening and lifting the chest, the head begins to tilt back and thus shortening the neck. So consciously bring the chin down parallel to the floor as you lengthen along the back of the neck and lift through the crown of your head. Also, with the uh, emphasis on lifting and opening the chest, we, uh, we can jut the low ribs forward, which can, uh, can uh, contract the middle back, so to shorten the middle back. So to extend there, bring the low ribs in towards a central point and then pull that point subtly towards your spine to again lengthen through the middle back and get that sense of the tailbone rooting down into the earth. Once again, find the breath. Breathe in and out through the nostrils. And you might use the ujjayi pranayama technique at this time. So to do this, draw gentle contraction in at the back of the throat. And let the sound of your breath act as a soundtrack to this breath meditation.
Follow your breath through three more cycles. So notice if the mind has wandered. It likely has. Uh, our, our intention here is to continually bring the mind back. So again, three breaths with the mind's attention on the breath. Upon completion of your last three rounds of breath, bring your palms together in front of your heart. Press your palms in, widen your elbows out, broaden the collarbones. We will chant Om three times before beginning the moving practice. Again, I will um, remind you that we are focusing on this uh, three-syllabic Om sound, uh, more in tune with the spelling of A-U-M than the O-M as we often see. And consider that as you make this sound, you might feel a vibration rising up from the pelvic floor, moving up through the abdomen, up through the ribs and chest, and the, uh, the, the, the mm sound culminating and vibrating at the back of the throat. Exhale the breath, empty the lungs, and inhale deeply for Om. Be sure not to push uh, or 
have the weight supported on the left hand. The left hand is really pushing down into the prop or into the floor to keep the chest propped up, the heart open, the collarbones broad. Head generally over the center of the heart, heart generally over the center of the pelvis. So we're not leaning back, we're keeping the central channel upright and revolving around it like a spiral staircase. Infuse the pose with breath. Consider that the, pre the pose is, um, is changing over time and with the breath. So a longer hold might signify a deeper uh, exploration of the body in this shape. Keep the right hand as it is. Left arm reaches up towards the ceiling. And then exhale to lean the upper body at an angle over the right thigh. With the right hand on the left thigh, draw the right shoulder forward and start to look up beyond the left tricep muscles. Notice any uh, tension in the face. Consider the face being a window into your experience. So uh, your face might be telling you more about your experience than you realize. So if you're grimacing or um, furrowing the brow, that might signify a resistance in the shape. By softening the face, is it possible to, try to start to embrace the experience of this moment more fully? Inhale to return to center, and we'll go to the opposite side. Right hand behind the hip, left hand crosses to the right thigh. Inhale, grow tall, and exhale, begin to revolve left to right, bottom to top, inside to outside. Again, keeping the spine tall, head over heart, heart over the center of the pelvis, revolving like a spiral staircase around that central channel. Eventually, the gaze might turn towards the back wall or even over the right shoulder. Breathe the pose. Let the mind, let the awareness traverse the body, listening to what and where you uh, are creating sensation by putting the body into this shape. Keep the left hand where it is, right arm reaches along the right ear. Keep the right hip tacked down, grow tall, and exhale, lean the upper body at an angle towards the left. Use the left hand to draw the left shoulder forward as you take the gaze up beyond the right tricep muscles. Breathe along the right side body, again, taking note of tension in the face. What is it telling you? How might Neutralizing the facial expression help you to arrive more fully in the moment with acceptance. You can only move from where we are.
Inhale, come back to center, release the right arm down. And we're going to come into a wide-legged child's pose from here. So take your knees as wide as the mat. Bring your big toes to touch behind you. Sink your hips towards your heels. Keep your hips weighted down towards the heels as you look forward and start to walk your hands towards the top of your mat. Spread your fingers and your palms. And then when you can't reach any further forward, let the forehead melt towards or to the floor. So let's keep the arms active in this child's pose shape. Spread the fingers, push the fingerprints and the knuckles into the mat in an attempt to lift the wrists. Draw the outer armpits away from the floor, bringing the shoulder blades towards one another on the back, so creating that tone of the upper back. While attempting to wrap the tricep muscles towards the face, Conversely, broadening the upper back. So, broadening and contracting all at the same time. Such is yoga. <laughs> and um, as those things are happening, keep extending the fingertips. Keep breathing, directing awareness and breath to the back body. You might specifically be exploring the upper back as that is a primary focus of today's practice. Okay, we're going to uh, walk the upper body over towards the left. So I, uh, for this one, again, targeting the side of this, the uh, lateral extension, I like to keep my right arm extending at about a 45 degree angle towards the left, and my left hand uh, comes down onto the floor with a bent elbow. I'm using my left hand and I'm pushing it down and forward. And with this action, uh, I'm able to revolve my right outer ribs more deeply towards the floor as the right hip uh, pulls towards the back of my mat, and my right fingertips reach towards the left. So notice if those actions work for you to create more awareness along the right side body. So uh, uh, thinking about extending not only the spine, not only the vertebra along the spine, but also creating more space along uh, along the sides of the body, from the hips to the armpits, in order to uh, create more space to eventually move into our back bending practice. So I specifically wore this um, striped tank top today because um, I was thinking about, uh, uh, as, I, as I'm moving into these poses, I'm trying to expand the, um, I'm trying to expand the width of the stripes. Okay, move through center and angle the upper body towards the right. Left hip tacks back and down. 
Left fingertips reach out to the right. I'm gonna bring my right hand down again. You could even tint the fingers on the right hand as you bend the right elbow. Push the hand or fingertips down and forward. And then with that action, might you be able to revolve the left outer ribs more deeply towards the floor, creating more extension and sensation along the left side body. So we're really doing these poses with the intention of tuning into the experience of the poses. So we're not just going through the poses um, like a checklist. We're not just going through the poses and being like, okay, my body did that, my body did this, my body did this. Um, but the, the practice, the growth is really aided by um, the ex- really delving deep into the experience of your body moving in these ways. And part of that is intention, and a lot of it is um, how you engage with the breath as you hold these poses. Okay, uh, move back through center, and we'll, we'll pop up into a tabletop position. Wrists below the shoulders, spread the fingers, knees or hip width distance, inhale, belly and chest down, tailbone and gaze lift into cow, contracting the back body, and exhale around the spine, chin to chest, tailbone towards the floor, belly button towards the ceiling, push the earth away, cat pose, and continue to move through these two shapes with the pace of your breath. As you explore breath with movement, the range of motion of your spine, might you begin to uh, decide on ways to modify this sequence. Maybe you, uh, you target a specific region of the body with uh, modified movement. So if you are uh, feeling more sensation in the low back, you might shift the hips back or side to side or even make elliptical uh, movements with the hips in both directions. Just an example of what might be done here. Okay, let's move into a neutral spine and uh, what? let me check my notes. <laughs> uh, we're going to come into puppy dog pose. So take your knees Walk them back maybe six to eight inches and maybe a little bit further apart than you had them for tabletop. Maybe uh, two inches or three inches wider than the hips. Take the hands and either reach the hands forward, spreading the fingers and the palms, or as I often like to do, 
grab the outer edges of my mat. So with the knees grounded, the toes tucked under, tilt your tailbone up towards the ceiling as though you're doing cow pose. So the inner thighs are spiraling back. Inner thighs push back and then pull apart, creating the sensation of broadening in the pelvis. And then look forward, reach the arms forward or slide the hands forward, grabbing the outside edges of the mat and pushing the mat away as you lower the chin towards or to the floor, sternum towards or to the floor. So this is uh, pretty, uh, with the hands clasping the mat, I feel like this is a really good way to get into the upper back in this puppy dog pose. So if you have not felt the shoulder blades hugging together yet in practice, here you can probably, uh, you can probably connect with that sense of the shoulder blades pulling in towards one another, hugging the back side of the heart. So as the shoulder blades pull together, we also want to draw the shoulder blades away from the ears, keeping the neck long. So as you either push forward and down with the hands or push the edges of the mat away, try to draw the shoulders away from the ears. And what's happening with your breath? Where is the breath going naturally? Where might you start to direct breath more consciously? Okay. And then from here, let's move back into downward facing dog. As we often do, you might walk out your dog as you arrive. Bending one knee, reach the opposite hip, up and out, lengthening down the back side of that straightened leg, shifting weight from side to side, awareness from the back of one leg to the other. Okay, and then we're going to spend a little bit of time in the upper back with our down dog. So knees bent, look forward. Okay, so look to the wall in front of you. Spread the fingers. Again, press the fingerprints and the knuckles into the floor with emphasis on grounding through the inside of the hand. So the base of the index finger and thumb. Try to lift weight out of the wrist. So not all the weight is pushing down into the wrist, taking too much of this uh, burden here. Push the hands down and forward as you look forward. And again, just like puppy dog pose, try to create that mental connection with the contraction of the upper back muscles, shoulder blades together. And then release the head down. Draw the lower front ribs in and back as they will likely have dipped down. Make sure the knees and ankles remain hip width distance apart, and then you might experiment with lengthening the heels downward. Okay, that's a that's a spicy meatball, right? That's a <laughs> I love idioms, as you might have uh, observed. Um, look forward. Wow, one of my hands is further forward than the other. Good to good to notice. Uh, look forward and we're going to practice hopping to the top of the mat a few times. Shift the shoulders forward so that more weight moves into the hands, continuing to root through the knuckles. Lift onto the toes, bend the knees, 
Round the low spine, drawing up through the sides of the waistline. Look between your hands, and as you exhale, empty all the, all the air from your lungs and lift your hips high into the air to land your feet at the top of your mat. Whoa. Okay, let's do it again. Hopper step back. We'll do four more of those. Bend the knees, draw up through the sides of the waistline, shift weight forward, ground through the knuckles, look forward. Exhale, empty the lungs, and arrive. Three more. Hopper, step back. Bend the knees, draw up through the sides of the waistline, look forward, exhale. Hopper, step back, two more. Bend the knees, lift the sides of the waistline, shift the weight forward, look forward, ground through the knuckles, lift those hips high at the end of the exhale. And last one, quietest one. Can you bring your feet to the top of your mat silently? Bend the knees, lift the toes, drop to the sides of the waistline, look forward, shift forward, exhale. And find your way to the top of your mat. Place your feet hip width distance apart, lift and spread your toes and then bend your knees deeply. Lift your toes up, slide your hands underneath your feet. So bend your knees considerably to make that happen. So a little, little wrist relief with a toe massage on the wrists. <laughs> Hopefully uh, you don't find your feet too unappealing to touch. Um, if so, uh, just uh, don't do it then, you know, it's, your body, your practice, your choice. Uh, let the upper body hang forward. Maybe let the head rock side to side and front to back. Identifying and alleviating tension in the neck. So by you gotta you gotta see it before you can figure out how to let go of it. Okay, Un, uh, untuck the hands, bring the fingertips to the floor in front of you or to blocks in front of you to bring the uh, floor closer. And then push the feet down, lift the hips up, lengthen the crown of the head forward, coming into a forward fold. As you inhale next, bring your fingertips onto your shins lightly. And then straighten your arms as you extend your chest forward, making a tabletop with the back body. So push the feet down, lift the hips up, try to engage the kneecaps, draw in and up on them, shoulder blades on the back, shoulder blades down the back, and again, create that subtle tone of the upper abdomen, lower ribs in and back. Crown of the head can push forward as thigh bones push back. Then exhale, fold in. Fingertips to the floor, release the head. Inhale, sweep the arms out, up, and overhead. Rise all the way to standing. Palms touch as you look up. And then exhale, hands come through heart center. And arms to your sides. Become your mountain. Become a mountain. Name your mountain. 
Mount, Mount Meg is my, my mountain name. Push your feet down, broaden your chest, open your heart and palms forward. You might gaze to an imagined horizon line far off in the distance. Occupy the space between earth and sky. Reconnect with your breath. Again, feel the connection between your body and the earth. Your body pushing down, the earth pushing up. And we are going to do some sun salutations here. So flowing with breath through Surya Namaskar A. Inhale, look up as you reach your palms overhead. Exhale, fold forward, gently bending the knees, release the head. Inhale, fingertips to the shins. And exhale, as you fold, plant the hands, send the left leg back into a lunge. Inhale in the lunge, heart and gaze forward. Exhale, plant the hands and move into a plank position. Inhale in plank. And exhale, lower down, chaturanga or knees, chest, chin to the floor. Inhale, curl forward, press up. Upward dog or cobra pose. Exhale, push back. Downward facing dog for three breaths. Inhale. And exhale. Inhale, look forward. Exhale, release the head down. Inhale. Bend the knees, lift onto the toes, shift the weight forward, look forward, exhale. And arrive at the top of your mat in a forward fold. Inhale, fingertips to the shins, half lift. Exhale, fold deeply in. Inhale to rise, reach up, look up, palms touch. Exhale, hands through heart center, mountain pose. Inhale, float the arms up. Exhale, flow forward, fingertips to the blocker floor, release the head. Inhale, half lift. Exhale, as you fold, plant the hands, send the right leg back, lunge. Look forward, heart forward. Exhale, plant the hands, plank position. Inhale, plank. Exhale, lower down. Inhale, curl up, back bend, up dog or cobra. Exhale, press back, downward facing dog. Three breaths in. And out. Look up, in. Head down, out. Inhale, bend the knees, drop through the sides of the waistline. Look forward, shift the weight forward. Exhale. Arrive at the top of the mat in a forward fold. Inhale, fingertips to shins. Exhale, fold in. Inhale, rise up. Exhale, hands through heart center, Tadasana. Two more. Inhale. Exhale, flow forward. Inhale, half lift. Exhale, as you fold, plant the hands, left leg back. Inhale. Plant the hands, exhale, plank. Inhale, plank. Exhale, lower down. Inhale, curl up. 
Exhale, press back down dog. Three breaths. Inhale. Exhale. Look up, contract the upper back, push the hands down and forward. Exhale, release the head. Inhale, bend the knees, look forward, shift the shoulders forward. Exhale, lift the hips high. Arrive at the top of your mat in a forward fold. Inhale, fingertips to the shins, half lift. Exhale, fold. Inhale, rise. Exhale, hands through heart center, Tadasana, last one. Inhale, float the arms. Exhale, float forward. Inhale, lift halfway. Exhale, as you fold, plant the hands right leg back, lunge. Inhale in the lunge, broaden the collarbones. Exhale, plant the hands left leg back, plank position, inhale. Exhale, knees, chest, chin or chaturanga. Inhale, curl up, cobra or up dog. Exhale, press back, downward facing dog. Three breaths in. Exhale. Lift the head, push the hands forward, engage with the upper back. Exhale, release the head. Inhale, bend the knees, lift onto the toes, look forward, shift the shoulders forward. Exhale, and arrive at the top of the mat in a forward fold. Inhale, fingertips to the shins, half lift. Exhale, fold deeply in. Inhale, rise. Sweep the arms up, look up, palms touch. Exhale, hands through heart center and arms to your sides. Breathe, breathe again in your mountain pose. Take the gaze to a distant horizon. Occupy the space where earth and sky meet. Next few poses, standing, uh, standing poses with either the feet together or a block between the thighs. Hey Matt, I just noticed that you said you were here. Good, good to see you here. Okay, either a block between the thighs or uh, inner feet together. Either way, we're going to start these poses from the ground up. So lift and spread the toes, creating a strong foundation between your body and the floor. Feel that pressure of your body weight downward as the earth resists, rises up to support you. Tone the muscles of your legs, kneecaps lift, Johnny Bonda lift along the front of your pelvis, lengthen down through the tailbone. Arms at your sides, Tadasana, sweep the arms overhead and interlace your fingers. Cross your thumbs, point your index fingers skyward. Grow up tall out of your waistline. And as you exhale next, lean the upper body to the left, shift the hips to the right. Okay, feel grounded, push the feet into the floor, lift the kneecaps up, lightly to uh, keep the hips and chest squared forward, the left shoulder is going to come slightly forward, the right outer hip is going to come slightly forward. So if you have a mirror or a monitor, uh, that could be helpful for 
cueing you how to move in, the, in uh, to keep the chest and hips squared forward. If this is painful on the low back, you don't feel supported or safe here, you can bring the left hand to the hip or down the left side of the body. Otherwise, use the left hand to help draw the right side body long. Eventually, take your gaze up beyond the right tricep muscles. Again, focusing on this lateral bend to lengthen the sides of the body, preparing for our deep back bending practice. Notice tension in the face. Soften into the moment. Inhale back through center, switch the interlace of your fingers, bring the opposite thumb in front. Grow tall as you inhale, exhale, upper body leans right, hips shift slightly left, hips and chest squared forward, in this instance right shoulder might come a little bit forward, left hip might come a little bit forward, and again, assess whether you want the hand on the hip for support of the low back or down the right side of the body, or keep the hands interlaced, use the right hand to gently pull the left side body longer, eventually taking the gaze up beyond the left tricep muscles, addressing the face, softening the face, breathing along the left side body. Inhale back to center and release your arms down. Whew. Roll the shoulders forward and back a couple of times. Okay. Um, we're going to do our back bend, our first back bend here. And our first back bend, I'm going to invite you to cup the back of your head with your uh, hands. So the fingers are interlaced and the thumbs are just um, are beneath the skull here, just cupping the head. Okay. So. Keep the feet grounded. Our feet are what are keeping us connected to the floor, keeping us from falling back. So feet are pressing down, legs engaged, kneecaps lifted, front of the pelvis lifts as the tailbone lengthens down. Okay, widen your elbows out to either side of the room, and then hug your elbows in towards, uh, in towards the body so the shoulder blades hug the back of the heart once again. Simply tilt your gaze up, and then direct attention to the space of your own heart. So imagine the chest uh, filling like a helium balloon as you inhale. Allow the heart to float skyward with each exhalation. So opening and lifting the chest, the higher the heart, the longer the spine, the longer the spine, the more space you have to go back, the deeper the back bend. So either choose to stay here, exploring here, or begin to look along the ceiling towards the back wall as you lean the head back into the hands, keeping the neck long. And you know what I'm going to say, lean back into the unknown. I'm trying to get a Disney sponsorship here. That's from Frozen 2. <laughs> Keep going. And push through the feet, lift through the ribs, chest, arms, head comes up last, arms to your sides, roll the shoulders. Whew. Talk about ice water in the face. 
right? <laughs> oh, okay. Feeling present, feeling challenged. Okay, so we're gonna do one more. Do you wanna do that same thing we just did with the head, hands supporting the head? I like to just put my head all the way back. I don't, uh, it doesn't feel problematic in the neck for me. I like it. Um, you know, maybe someday I'll say, I don't like this anymore. No longer serves me. But for now, I'm okay with just letting the head go back. So uh, see where you're at. I don't think either way is right or wrong. Um, so you can have the head clasping the hands. You can interlace the fingers behind the back and roll the shoulders back. I'm going to take the arms overhead. So that's uh, less support of the neck, less support of the low back if you feel um, ready for that challenge. Okay, so again, start with the feet, push down through the feet, lift into the kneecaps, lengthen the tailbone, lift along the front of the pelvic crest, start with the gaze, tilt the head up. If you have the arms overhead, reach through the fingertips. If you're clasping the back of the head, widen the elbows. If you are interlacing the fingers, roll the shoulders back. Okay, look back, curl back, arms back, into the unknown. As you're ready, chest, ribs, or ribs, chest, arms, head up last, arms to the sides, roll the shoulders, one direction and the other direction. Whew. Oh boy, this, uh, you know, a backpack practice is so all-consuming to me. I could just do, um, I could do, easily do 75 minutes of just backbends, but, um, Let's kind of keep going with the back bends since we're already in that zone. Uh, we'll do a little bit of, uh, of relief here, release here before we go into the next set, but uh, then I'll try to keep some time at the end of class for um, countering all this hard, uh, hard back bending work we're doing. Okay, so once again, bend the knees, take the feet wider than, as wide as the hips or even a little wider. Bring fingertips to the floor or to blocks in front of you. And let's just easefully start to forward fold, walking out the forward fold, bending one knee the other, shifting the hips from side to side. Release the head down, maybe shake it a little bit, yes and no. Then walk the feet closer together if you'd like to. And continue the forward folding, walking out action. And now we're going to squat the hips down and come onto uh, the mat. Okay, so if you have some props here, I'm going to call on them. If you have a couple of blankets, which I know is kind of is a luxury to have. Uh, two yoga blankets, but if you have two yoga blankets, I'm going to first spread one blanket over uh, the whole length of my mat. Let's just um, unfold it so the, the blanket uh, covers the entire mat. 
So that's just for padding. If you don't have two blankets, uh, just skip this blanket. Use your other blanket if you have one to um, roll up into a into a jelly roll. So I have my um, I have my my second more essential blanket to this practice uh, unfolded. So it's only, it has two folds in it right now. And then I'm going to roll it from the uh, folded edge to the fringe edge, trying to make a uh, tight roll. Roll, 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 roll. So if you do not have these props, no need to worry. We are going to be doing some bow poses, and these can easily be done without the aid of the blanket. The blanket is just going to emphasize um, either the upper body and the shape of the low body, uh, and if you don't have the blankets, you'll just do two bow poses without the blankets. Okay, so we're going to first lay down with our jelly roll blanket uh, situated directly below the pelvis. So it's going to rest across the, the thighs, the upper thighs are going to rest across the top of the jelly roll. And then we're going to lie down on our bellies for bow pose. Okay. Bend the knees, flex the feet, reach back for the ankles. Okay, so um, reach back for the left ankle, grab that. If you, if you can, reach back for the right ankle and grab that. If you can only grab the left ankle, uh, practice the second side with the jelly roll in the same position. Otherwise, if you have both ankles, tone the ankles and knees in towards hip width distance apart, and then begin to kick the ankles into the hands. Okay, so you'll notice, as we did bow pose last week, we did that kind of swaying on the abdomen. Here, we're kind of planted on the abdomen as the legs lift higher than the chest space. So one thing I'm noticing here is how um, to <laughs> engage with the legs. Push the ankles into the hands and lift the thighs higher. Lengthen the tailbone back. Really work on that leg engagement here. Let the arms be pulled back and a gentle contraction of the shoulder blades on the back as we focus primarily on the legs. Keep breathing. Soften that face. And then let it go. Oh boy, right cheek to the floor. If it feels good to keep the jelly roll under your thighs, you can. Heads to the arm bones forward, upper back broad, arms heavy. Heads, head heavy, neck soft, back to the breath, soft eyes or closed eyes. Let the effort of that posture of the practice so far, the resonant energy be experienced in your body. So just like uh, cold water splashed in your face or, you know, what's it called, the polar bear club, like, <laughs> which is kind of one of my worst nightmares. I'm not a fan. I'm not, a, um, not very good with cold water. But uh, that idea of being invigorated by that um, kind of shock to the system. So I, I find that... Um, these back beds can be a little shocking to the system. As I mentioned in the beginning there, um, they bring us into the back body in a way that 
we don't normally uh, notice or experience the back body with such intensity. Okay, let's move ourselves on the jelly roll if you have it. So now the jelly roll is going to be situated perhaps uncomfortably just over the pelvis. And this is a place where I'm compelled to, uh, to say if you are, um, if you are uh, pregnant and practicing yoga, these belly down backbends are not for you, especially past the first uh, trimester. So um, <laughs> this is going to be uncomfortable for all of us. It's going to not be a good idea for um, those, those of you out there who may be pregnant. Okay, so uh, pregnant... Pregnant uh, practitioners, I would say practice uh, back bends from the back, not from the belly. Okay, so um, modify. <laughs> okay, let's do this. If you grab the left ankle with the jelly roll under the thighs, grab the right ankle with the jelly roll behind, underneath the thighs. Uh, if you're with me here, just reach back, grab both ankles. And you'll see with the jelly roll here, the thighs will be grounded and you'll have greater access to lifting and opening the chest space. So very different expression here. Push the thighs down, push the ankles back. Balance between letting the arms be pulled back and letting the shoulder blades be drawn actively back. Sides of the neck back, crown of the head lifts. Notice the face. <laughs> Even turn up the edges of the mouth. By putting up, you know, fake it till you make it, right? <laughs> Smile until you feel happy. <laughs> Smile until you like this pose. Okay. Whew. And as you come forward, remove that jelly roll. Left cheek to the floor, arms at your sides. Big toes touch, heels widen apart, head heavy, neck soft, arms heavy, upper back broad. Back to breath. Chin to the floor, tuck the toes, send the hips back gently towards the heels, reaching the arms forward, maybe not even all the way towards the heels, just a minor uh, countering child's pose. And then walk your way up, and we are going to do our last set of back bends here in the form of bridge pose and wheel pose. Okay, so uh, bring, your bring your mat to an uninterrupted wall space. Slide the short end of your mat to the baseboard, like so. And if you have those two blocks, I love blocks for wheel pose. Because they really help you to get into the upper back and create protection for the wrist. Often what happens uh, when we are new to wheel pose or, you know, <laughs> just have a challenge of wheel pose uh, in the upper back, 
the angle of the wrist is overextended. So rather than the shoulder being over the wrist, the shoulder is way forward of the wrist and you get this kind of extreme weight, this extreme angle with weight bearing in the hand. So we're trying to avoid that by placing blocks at the baseboard of the wall, leaning them up at an angle. So I'm gonna uh, put my head between these blocks eventually. We'll do one bridge po wheel pose, uh, bridge pose to start. I'm gonna offer you some exciting, I'm gonna offer you some exciting options here. I sound like a insurance salesperson. Okay, heels in towards your hips, uh, feet parallel, arms at your sides. Push the feet down, lift the hips up. So keep the knees hip width distance apart by lifting through the outer hips and directing the inner thighs downward. Interlace your fingers behind your back, tuck your shoulder blades one at a time, one time, two times, three, four times. Lengthen the neck, push the feet down, lift the hips and chest higher. So chin tucks in towards the chest. Experience your pose, take notes, collect some data. Do the two sides of your pose look congruent? If not, how do you start to move the pose from within? Always I invite this invitation to try to breathe into the lung of the corresponding shorter or lower side of your pose. Might seem undoable, not might seem impossible, but start to make that connection between your mind and body. Start to blaze that trail between your mind and your lungs. Slowly lower the hips down, untuck the shoulders, feet apart, knees fall towards one another or together, hands might come onto the body so that this awareness of the hands on the body helps you to feel where the breath is moving in the body might help you, uh, might inform the way you uh, manipulate your breath. Okay, so if you have not done this uh, method of back bending with me or with another teacher before, you might uh, take a moment to watch before you come up into this. So I'm going to scooch my head between the blocks. And then I'm going to take my hands to the blocks with my elbows pointing up and my fingertips pointing down towards my shoulders. I like to come up, uh, as I was taught, to come up into wheel pose in two parts because I feel like it is really hard, but it's also really helpful for getting this back bend into the upper back and out of, um, out of too much um, dependence on the curvature of the lower spine. Okay, feet uh, parallel, heels in towards the hips. I'm gonna push my feet down, lift my hips up, push my hands down, and lift to the crown of my head. Okay, at this point, I want my elbows shoulder width distance apart and hug my shoulder blades, uh, shoulders uh, in towards my armpits to get my shoulders on my back. Roll towards the bridge of my nose as I walk my feet in closer, and then push the arms straight. So you'll notice, um, my chest is pushing towards the wall. My arms are attempting to be straight with the shoulders over the wrists. 
Inner thighs down, outer hips lift. Look down at your wrists. Hopefully you don't have an acute angle, angle uh, of weight bearing with the wrists. Breathe here. Breath over time. Observe and change. Develop, explore. Chin to chest, lower down. <sighs> okay, so I'm gonna give you a few options here. We've done a lot of back bends, so awesome, awesome that you got to this point because back bends uh, are challenging. <laughs> they can be uh, exhilarating, they can also be exhausting and discouraging. So, um, all of those things happening at once, um, but this is the point where you can just kind of let go of your expectations of what you can do, and again, uh, move into the unknown. So um, I'm going to give you some options, and you can just enjoy uh, the buffoonery of somebody doing all of these um, goofy things, or you can try these goofy things yourself. Okay, so... Um, watch me or just start your goofiness on your own mat. Have fun. Uh, I'm going to come up into wheel pose again. Same way we just did. And then to, now the option is to ground the feet. So again, notice those feet. It's hard to notice them now because you can't see them. They're, yeah, they're way back there. Um, but feel where your feet touch the floor. Keep them pushing down. Look to the wall. And then take a hand up the wall, walk your hands up the wall, and come all the way up to standing. Voila! I noticed my feet are way farther apart than I expected them to be, so I'm walking them closer together. And then, just like we did before, I'm going to ground through my feet, tone my legs, lengthen my tailbone, look back, look back, look down, look back, look down, start to bend my knees. Reach towards the wall, walk hands down the wall, onto the floor or onto bricks, back to wheel pose. That was fun, let's do it again. Back up, back down, and then. What, you wanna move away from the wall? I See, this, this is me loving back bends. Come along with me on a journey into Back bend low. Okay. What did you do? Did you have fun doing it? I hope so. <laughs> uh, keep going. Pause the stream. Do 100 more back bends. Or join me and come to lie on the back. Ha. Let the feet wide apart, knees come together, hands onto the body, belly and chest, eyes soft or closed. Wash away. Wash away those expectations. Arrive with what is. Again, this, <laughs> this um, power of the back bend to kind of shock you into the moment, bring you into the present in a um, 
in a big way. And they also uh, get you going in this way where it can kind of be hard to immediately turn around and start towards Savasana. So um, notice the challenge there. So maybe at this point in practice, you're almost, uh, you're usually almost like falling asleep. You're so, uh, you're so chilled out. But um, after a backbend practice, you might find it hard to even close your eyes. Just notice the different, uh, the different characteristics of the different poses we do. And then noticing those things, you can start to uh, determine for yourself when and how you move, when and how you use the poses. So um, you know, my experience, I'm kind of having this absent-minded, uh, unmotivated experience lately outside of the map. So. Uh, this is kind of my counter to that. Get me, you know, get things um, moving around again. <laughs> okay. Uh, bend your knees, lift your feet, cup your knees with your hands, and then you might rock your knees a little bit side to side. Just uh, slowly starting to round the low back again, getting some awareness there, massaging the sacral spine. And then take the feet as wide as the mat. Take your, take your arms out to either side of the room. Let your knees fall to the left. Either stay like this with the legs released, or you might like to take the left ankle to the outside of the right thigh and use the weight of the left leg to pull the right inner thigh downward. Extend the right arm along the right ear. Grab the right wrist with the left hand and gently pull the right side body. Back to breath. So starting to relinquish some effort here. Let the shape of the pose create sensation and then just observe the sensation. Use the breath to direct energy and attention to the most um, most affected areas uh, in this pose. Okay, we'll go to the second side. Uncross the legs. Let the knees fall to the right. Hook the right ankle to the outside of the left thigh. If you have the space overhead, extend the, re- the left arm and grab the left wrist with the right hand. Gently pull the left side body long. Okay, I was uh, watching some Star Trek last night and coming up with some back is coming up with some uh, yoga poses lying on my back and this is one I kind of came up with not to say that I invented it but just to say that um, I discovered it for myself Uh, so right knee is going to bend and widen out to the right slightly so I'm still on my back so it's like the right leg is in a cross-legged position as I lie on my back then I'm going to take my left leg to the outside of my right thigh Uh, left foot on the floor. So this is uh, 
hopefully um, you are experiencing this not as pain in the knees. If it's pain in the knees, uh, go to figure four pose if this feels doesn't feel like anything or feels too intense. Um, but I'm trying to target the left outer hip here. So um, if you feel that, great. Um, if you don't feel that, go to figure four or maybe attempt to grab the uh, left ankle with the right hand. So I'm leaning a little bit over to the right to get that, at that ankle with the right hand, right fingertips. If you really wanted to do more here, you could try to grab uh, the left, the right foot with the left hand. Uh, I was kind of up on a bolster in my upper back, so I feel like that was more accessible. Um, you know, I was actually up on a couch cushion, but, you know, worked the same as a bolster. Um, so that might be an easier position to grab that uh, right foot in. Okay, uncross the left leg, and we'll do that on the second side. Uh, so lay the left leg down like you're going to uh, come into a reclined um, cross-legged seated pose. But instead of crossing the right leg over, we're going to bring the right ankle to the outside of the left thigh. So it's like figure four, but just... Uh, leaning it onto the side so that the right foot comes down to the floor. If you'd like to try to grab the left ankle with the hand, please do. If this is already uh, intense, <laughs> sensational enough, then stay here. Okay, come on out, uncross the legs, draw the knees in and up towards the armpits slowly, and then take hold of the outside edges of the feet, come into full-on happy baby, grabbing the outer edges of the feet, rocking the knees side to side, massaging the back body. And from here, inner feet together, interlace the fingers around the outer edges of the feet, wind the knees out to either side of the room, lengthening the back body along the floor. So a lot of shoulders back action today. So let the arms be pulled forward and the shoulder blades be pulled apart as you push the feet into the hands.
And finally, hug the knees together. Give yourself a big hug. Back bends are challenging. They're intimidating. Um, now this, even a hug is kind of a, uh, <laughs> it's kind of a counter to a back bend. So give yourself a big hug. Wrap your arms around your shins. Chin to chest, forehead towards or to the knees, tuck your tailbone, lessen your back body on the floor, hug in, hug in, hug in. And then let it go. Find your way to your form of restorative, restive posture this morning. So we did not do an inversion, so in lieu of an inversion, if you'd like to take legs up the wall, Bring your mat to an uninterrupted wall space. I might try something different. I was noticing I really wanted to do more um, uh, wide-legged stuff yesterday. So um, is there a way to do legs up the wall with your legs wide apart? I'm going to experiment with that. So uh, get, get interested in your savasana. Give it some... Give it some time. Give it some setup time. Uh, I'm gonna make. If you want to do what I'm attempting to do, which is 100% experimental, I'm gonna make this big loop in my strap. Take it around my hips, down low. Shift my hips to the wall, up onto my blanket, uh, which I am situating like I would for legs up the wall, and then I'm gonna take the strap around my feet and wide my feet apart for <laughs> legs up the wall, but uh, my feet are in a um, bound angle pose. So my knees are widening apart and um, yeah, my feet are together. Interesting so far. Get your comfort items, cover yourself up with a blankie, put a, a pillow behind your head if you'd like. Arrive in your chosen posture. And again, consider this um, backbending practice, uh, its ability to challenge us, challenge our, um, our, <laughs> our, our sense of um, safety, because we're kind of, especially in the standing backbending poses, um, moving into this unknown space, this uh, often we are dealing with the part of our body that we uh, cannot see the backside of our body, um, and it has a, can have a jarring effect. It can have a um, vi revitalizing effect. And so, how does that play out in this moment? Does your body feel um, tired? Heavy, spent? <laughs> Do you feel energized? Ready to go? 
So I find Savasana to be uh, especially challenging after a backbending practice because it is such a um, it is such a revitalizing experience that um, I just want to get up. Like I said, I want to get up and go. But can we use this time to reflect? So transition from activity to reflection, from doing to being.
everybody begin to reanimate the fingers and toes. Bring movement back to the arms and legs, rocking them side to side, maybe circling wrists and ankles in one direction, and then the other direction. If you've bound the legs in any way, unbind them. Bend the knees, knees together, extend the left arm along the left ear, and roll onto your left side. Reconnect with breath as we move from our corpse pose into a fetal position. Re-emerging from our practice. Keep your eyes closed and find your way to a seated position. Grow tall along the spine. Bring your hands together in front of your heart. We'll close practice with the sound of Om. Exhale. Inhale for Om. for your presence with the live stream or the recorded practice. Um, either way, I appreciate um, your dedication to the practice. The light in me recognizes and bows to the light in you. Namaste. Thank you guys. Thanks, Matt. I know you are here. Uh, thanks for anybody, anybody else who's watching. Uh, please get in touch if, uh, if you'd like. Let me know what worked for you, what didn't work for you, what you'd like to see more or less of in future classes. Um, yeah, again, if um, you would like to donate to Brownstone Yoga, um, there is a donate button on my website, uh, Brownstone Yoga, searchable on Google. Um, donations for August will be going to, in part, to uh, Fair Fight. Um, and also, as always, uh, part of the donations will go to uh, Revolution Therapy and Yoga, um, formerly known as Rubber Soul uh, Yoga Collective. So um, I'll let you know. Uh, um, if I remember, I'll tell you on Monday what um, what those numbers are for what is being contributed for um, August, and then I'll I'll try to do that at the end of each month. Um, yeah, so uh, if you're interested, do those things. Um, I will be here uh, likely next week. I'll have the I'll keep the same schedule. Uh, things may change. Uh, likely to change based on um, my kids starting, uh, my daughter starting online school. It might be all hands on deck in the morning, so I might uh, be switching to either a um, second evening class in addition to my Wednesday 5.30 uh, p.m. class. I might add another weekend, uh, weeknight class, and then perhaps a, um, a weekend morning class. Um, so... I'll keep you posted on um, those on 
those changes uh, if and when they occur. For you podcast listeners, I guess that doesn't really matter. (laughs) Because you'll listen at your leisure. Okay, 